Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Wednesday. That feels like a Friday, but it's actually just a hump day. Hey, Claude, how are you doing? I am doing well. Thank you so much for asking, Miss Jacqueline. I'm so honored to be here today and so excited to go on this journey with you. And I'm just really praying that today's episode is less pressure, less chaos than yesterday's. I hope it's less chaos as well. I mean, I really did everything that I could to prepare for this show. I watched all the TV that you demanded of me. I forewent my book last night. I didn't even pick it up because I watched Old Love Island, watched Roni. This morning I got up early to watch New Love Island because I said, I said, I'm not letting Claudia down today. I'm going to be there for her. I'm going to support her while she's on the Love Island journey and she needs a sounding board. And what did you say this morning? I said that I didn't watch one moment, one ounce, one iota of television last night. I can't. I can't. <laughs> because, I can't. Listen, now you know how I feel, okay? Like, I have a life, and I hit the town last night. And don't get me wrong, based on the headache that I have, the town most certainly hit back. And I wasn't expecting that. Okay, well, next time you ride me for not watching something, I'm going to respond by saying I have a life, if that suffices. Yeah, but, like, you don't leave your house. Like, I do. Okay, but, okay, but it's a subjective relative term of having a life. Can I tell you, the, like, actually the weirdest thing I did last night? Like, you're going to be so ashamed of me. Oh, my God. Okay, okay. Okay, so I got home at, like, 2. Oh, God. And I'm, like, in the bathroom doing my face routine Ben's asleep and my phone is like popping off because it's 2 a.m. in New York, but it's like a normal time in Tokyo. And, you know, I DM with a couple Olympians. Um, obviously, Emma Coburn is one of them. And I okay, was like, who's another? Who's another? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Wench, who thinks I'm lying. <laughs> um, Alex Kleinman, who's a part of that duo, the Volleyball team I was referring to yesterday, she did sign into my DMs. Her sister's a toaster. Okay? That bitch. is so fabulous. No, okay, why, why do you say, why do you lead with that? You buried the lead. No, because what Olympian I did is, friends. okay, so actually I can't even go back and read my DMs with Emma because I was oh dead god. ass black the fuck out. Oh my god, stop. What'd you say? Oh, well, she had, we were just, we we're always like DMing. She said the shout out for the South African toaster is her teammate. She lives in Boulder, but she's South African. Her name is Dom Scott, and Emma introduced her to the toast. So they both wear lots oh of lots of merch around the village. 
That's so beautiful. Oh my God. My message is I'm literally exclamation point central. Whatever. So I literally... What's, what's I li- wrong with exclamation points? No, it's Jackie. It's like out of control. But like we're, ta- we're chatting. I didn't even get to the embarrassing part yet. We're okay. chatting and I'm literally reading my messages. This is at 2.11 a.m. I literally sent her my phone number and I'm like, do you want to FaceTime? <laughs> so <laughs> I FaceTimed with Emma she showed me around Olympic Village. I was just like wishing her well. I didn't. I don't know if she knew that I was like literally cracked out of my mind. Um, but that's what I did last night. Well, that's really exciting. You know what? I'm really not ashamed of you. I feel like that is just so such a fun thing to do while you're drunk is to take a tour of the Olympic Village. Virtually. I know. And so I think that you know Emma will listen today and she'll hear that you are so contrite in case you came off. A little drunk. You know, I'm now I'm just <laughs> curious because like I don't fully like remember the whole conversation. But Ben this morning was like, What were you doing in the bathroom for like an hour? And I'm like, I was chatting with Olympians. What the fuck were you doing? Right. I don't really want to hear what anyone else was doing unless they were chatting with Olympians. No, unless you're at an elite level like us, not interested. Yeah, so no, I think you're fine. I really do. That's not that's not that bad. That's not as bad as some of the other stuff like that you've told me of things that I would be embarrassed about. Ooh, wow. What are you holding on to there? No, no, no. no. Just the last time you said that, it wasn't on the show. It was on um, a FaceTime. You were being really funny. But it had something to do with, like, you falling. Oh, my God. When I fell in Vegas, that was really bad. That was really, really bad. (laughs) Really bad. So this isn't that. Fell in front of everyone. Snapped ankle. And not even, like, like fall and, you know, like a trip where you catch yourself. Like a fall where you fully, full body hits the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I know. And so this that's always going to be the bar for me of what okay. I'm expecting you to say. And okay. this was not that. Okay. It sounds like you got drunk and you were a proud American. Is that so bad? No, I'm saying no. I don't think it is either. I don't think so. So I'm glad that you had fun last night. How are you feeling today? Tr- like actually truly unwell. Like really... I unwell but like so excited to dive in and give the toasters everything they deserve because this is the last episode of the week and i'll and i'm not throwing away this opportunity i'm not no me neither i'm so excited we have a lot to chat about so i think we could just get right into it you know yeah in terms it takes us in terms of structure i'm really looking for like a tldr on real housewives of new york i don't know like i just can't watch it you know Okay, I couldn't give you a TBDR, too boring, didn't watch, because I can't, actually, no, I can't even tell you what happened. They filmed Luann's music video. I'll have to, you know, go into the recess of my memory to try and remember what happened, but it was a nothing episode, nothing happened. I actually feel like we should, at some point, have the conversation. About Chinaing it. About taking it off of our content plate. Like, we're not recapping so many things. Like, I haven't even started OBX season two, but I'm still here watching shitty ass, boring ass, old ass Real Housewives of New York. No, I, so I sat down last night to watch Love Island. I was like, I'm making it a priority. It was like eight o'clock. I'm like, I'm watching old episodes for Claudia. I'm going to support Claudia. Did Zach like, watch? No, he didn't. He was watching sports or something. Mm-hmm. Um, And so I was using his iPad because he has our YouTube TV account on it. So I can just access my whole library, which is just like a really great feature about YouTube TV. Um, And I saw in the library that Real Housewives of New York was there, was coming up. And I was Mm. just like the the grief that Mm. I felt in that moment. So I had to watch. I watched the two hour episode of Love Island where everything went down, where you were feeling really emotional. Okay, how did you feel? 
I felt I felt more frustration than emotion because it just so much makes no goddamn sense. And I and now I was watching last night's episode and it's interesting now that I, I missed a few episodes and so I'm coming at it from a different perch. I haven't been in it the whole time and like I'm feeling kind of frustrated because there's five girls there and five guys right now before the three new girls came in and the five girls that are there are the five OG girls. Yeah, they just keep saving each other. They just keep saving each other. All these people who come in, so many are so well-intentioned and they don't get a real shot because like just these people keep recycling each other and they keep the same boys too, except for Will and now Charlie is the only new person in the whole house. And it's just like- I forget that Will is not an OG. He's not a day one. He's like a day two. No, I know. No, you're right. By the way, like like, it gets a little Stockholm syndrome-y. It really, really does. And it's like some of these people, and I love her so much, but Trina needs to go home. Yeah. Like, and I, I actually feel like she might come to that realization on her own of like to be in this house where love is blossoming and it's just not happening for you. And like you've tried so many times, like it doesn't mean we stay on the show till the show ends. It means we should leave. Like this yeah. is just, it, I could imagine it's really depressing and like not a fun place to be. Like at some point the party ends and I feel that way about other girls too. I'm sorry. Olivia needs to go. Kira and Will, they do need to go. There needs to be a major switch up. And I actually think the three new girls who came in last night, like they really brought that excited energy that we don't get from the stale OGs. Yeah. There's for sure a staleness in the air. I couldn't agree more. And that's why it gets like so boring so fast unless like big crazy things are happening. But the scene where where Cinco left and was like obviously just like upset about cachet. Like, what did you think? Because like I was crying. I was I was feeling conflicted because I was really interested in the conversations that they were having about who to send home. Yeah, and I thought it was really interesting that when they had to choose which boy to send home, the, the girls cachet at first said it has to be Cinco, and then Cinco leaves and she's so upset. And I'm just like, what? Why? Why she does it have to trying, be Cinco? That she goes was home? literally doing backflips around that villa to try and prove to Charlie and like everyone else that she's not in love with Cinco when she just clearly is. Okay. Agreed. And also like her and Charlie are fizzling. Uh huh. And next week I, it's over. Oh, you think? I think. And I also think that if cash had chosen Cinco at this junction th- and they stayed together till the end, they would have won love Island. Of course. So she played herself. She really did. And so I just don't understand why she's like the, the first one who's like Cinco has to go. And then she's the most upset that he's gone. And I just, I didn't like it. I didn't like how it went down. I almost wish Shannon, when she stood up, just like lied and said we chose Will. Yeah, I would be so happy if Will went home. And by the way, Shannon is everything. And, 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 and the tone she took with Will and the firmness was so necessary. And Kira is just a doormat. Sorry. I couldn't agree more. I hate girls who can't speak up for themselves and like make their boyfriends do it. And then like you can't be, you can't, your friend is trying to have your back and like you can't even have your own back. So you have to turn on your friend. Right. Anyways, those are my thoughts. It's such a good Anything show. Else? Yeah, but then it's like it gets really stale, so you need to bring in new new blood, new new flavors, and then it gets exciting again. And then when they have the opportunity, they choose to go back to the staleness. Yeah, exactly. And it's like there have been dozens of eligible men and women coming through who deserve to meet each other, not while these 10 stale people just like mope around the villa. And totally. Talk about they, and talk about how they need more from these people that they don't even fucking like Olivia and Corey. Totally. Olivia and Corey. Everything you just said is totally on point. They need to wipe out, I mean, no, because of just that prize at the end. And I love Shannon and Josh. And it just goes to show that you can be in a stable relationship and not be fucking boring. Yep. 
and you can contribute to the house and yep. the show. Yep, yep, yep. But other people could stand to learn a thing or two. Yeah, so many of these people are just like really getting old at this point. Mm-hmm. But the three new girls have brought really great energy, and I look forward to seeing what they bring to the table. Oh, good. I'm excited about that. Yeah. So that's your Love Island recap. We switched up the format. We're just so crazy. I just really, like, cannot stop talking about Love Island. Yeah. No, it's 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 really great a great thing to be a part of. And the narrator is just so funny, and the music is so fire. Okay, so, excuse me. Oh, my God. In the beginning of our recaps, like, when I first started watching, I was new to the Island crew. I was like, I love this narrator. He's so funny. And now... I feel like he heard me say that and he like became like really annoying. Well, he is annoying and like that's his job. But I do feel like sometimes when he like makes fun of the people in the house and just like the way that what they're about to say, like it just it brings a little levity to the situation. It's like, okay, at least I know I'm not going crazy. These people saying the same thing about like their feelings. No, for sure. But like the narrator is just not as cute and funny as I once thought. Okay, I think that's fine. You know, a lot of things, you know, they're not what they seem. And disappointment is a part of the human experience. Um, I feel like it is time. Okay, cool. You were the one who, like, continued to talk about Love Island when I just said it was time. Jackie, Jackie, this is not an attack on you or (laughs) any part of you. It's just a suggestion. Like, it's not that serious. But honestly, I cannot take you seriously in that shirt. Oh, my God. Did you see my story last night? And I'm still wearing a shirt. Oh, my God. Maybe I no, did, but so I was, like, drunk. Hold on. You, you don't have to go and look. Basically, I asked Zach for pajamas because if you watch my Patreon vlog, I did pack one pair of pajamas for eight nights, and I didn't know what how I thought that was going <laughs> to see how, it. How I thought that was going to work out. And so I asked him if I could borrow a T-shirt and boxers, and he gave me a collared shirt. <laughs> so <laughs> You look like, so I, I'm not, weird. I'm not going to, like, complain, bite the hand that, that dressed me. Right. So I put on the collared shirt, and I went to sleep. <laughs> And I'm still wearing it this morning. And honestly, I look really professional for this podcast. No, you look like... I look like I'm going on a job interview. Also, like, my hair is all the way back in, like, a tight bun. So I actually look like a man. (laughs) Hold on. This is going to be one of my pictures in the flow for today. So, hold on. I'm taking myself... I'm not getting in this picture. Hold on, everyone. Okay. Smile. Okay, got it. Do you think I'll get the job? Smile again. Yes, you look like you're about to, you know, start your first day at a radio shack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but you know what? I'm just I'm just grateful for the pajamas. And if you want to see what else I packed and didn't pack, <laughs> head over to patreon.com slash the morning toast, where I was so fucking proud of how I packed for this trip, and then I arrived here and I have everything's wrong, you guys. Always. Everything. Everything. And then last night I was going to do laundry at the hotel. Um, and so they came to pick it up. Oh, did you happen to stumble upon a treasure that let you afford that? (laughs) It's so expensive. I know. I know. But like, what's the alternative? I don't have enough underwear. (laughs) You got to do what you got to do. But like, I hope, I hope that you and Zach are saving for rent because literally hotel laundry will bankrupt a bitch. We are, we have gotten scratch off tickets. Like we. (laughs) We know, we know. And, and by the way, like I'm literally just doing like a a small number of pieces. Um, but then they picked it up this morning and they couldn't guarantee that it would be back in the time frame that I need it back before we leave this hotel. So, so the laundry waits another day and let's just hope I have enough underwear to get me to the next spot. 
let's it's really like I it's just so crazy and I, I do blame the Patreon because I feel like I wouldn't have been so reckless so crafty if I wasn't trying to prove something for the Patreon yeah for sure you know, I totally. just really wanted to show you guys I could do it, but then I just came on vacation with no clothes, no underwear, and no pajamas. And, like, God forbid you just, like, go to a store and get underwear, right? I'm honestly so busy that I don't have the time, which is yeah. so crazy. Yeah, and I guess, like, for me, I could go into a grocery store and find underwear. <laughs> like That's true. <laughs> my, my granny panties are truly, like, sold at the grocery store. And I guess for, yeah. re- for real people... Um, you don't get your underwear at the grocery I, store? I actually, I strangely get my underwear at Victoria's Secret. I think they have such a nice, there's one kind of underwear five that they 25. have. That I, five for 25. They have this like stretchy, nice underwear that I love so much and I need to re-up. But no, maybe I will hit up Publix later and get some <laughs> underwear. No, I'm telling you, do not sleep on grocery store underwear. It's like a diaper. You can just throw it out. I know, but like, what do you do when you're wearing something like where you could see panty line or... I don't know. Well, this is obviously, I'm not not saying to wear these to a wedding. Claudia, to be honest, I don't have enough room in my luggage for your big underwear. Like for that level. My big underwear? Excuse me. Your your style of underwear. Jackie, that's the beauty of the public's underwear. They're not meant to be taken home. Those underwear are shorts. And I only had room for three pairs. Okay, I'm just saying, like, you don't need to pack them. Okay, that's an interesting... That's an interesting theory. Just you think know, about I'll, it. Next time you drive past it, a Publix. I'll add it to my list of backup plans for what I'm going to do um, if I run out of underwear. Fabulous. Okay. Now I feel as though it is time. Without further ado, do, 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 do. Where are Again. you? Okay. You said it, not me. What's he up to? <laughs> oh, my God. He's just like being the, like a fucking bitch. Like what else is there to do when you're Theo except... Theo's literally Prince George. Oh, I finished The Prince last night. Oh, I haven't finished it, but I'm, I've watched a lot of it. What do you think? I loved every minute of it. Like, the writing is so fucking brilliant. Um, it is. It was really, it's fun to watch. I mean, I do take a little umbrage with, you know, the, the treatment of the queen. I do. Yeah, but, like, I feel like the role that they wrote for her is actually, like, not that bad. I feel like they're all pretty bad. I mean, William and Kate, oh, my God. Ooh, William, woof. that face. Woof. Yeah, woof-tastic. Yeah. G- Gary doesn't like William and Kate. That's for damn sure. No, and like um, Harry is so moronic. It's ev- actually everything of the sort. No, yeah, Harry being a moron is are the best scenes. Yeah. Um, and then Megan's the only one who's like... Normal. Has, yeah, So, but maybe that's because she's the only one who's not royal. The best character the is Owen. Yeah, but I just think Owen deserves more respect. Like, Prince George is honestly, like, and I know that this is the point, but he's such a little shit. No, totally. But by the way, Owen becomes, like, a super main character, and he has, like, a huge character arc. Oh, my God, that's beautiful. I love that for Owen. Also, and like, I'm, I'm I'm, really curious to know what happens with, like, the... The, the, the flummery tot? Ske- the skeletal baker? Yeah, I won't tell you. Okay, but it's, like, pretty spooky stuff. Spooky. Okay, now without further ado, do, 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 it is time for the fast five stories that you do need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. 
And today's episode is brought to you by Glamnetic. For me, the lash struggle is real. From finding the perfect lash for my eye shape to a grueling application process, it's exhausting and frustrating. That's why Glamnetic has put in the work to create beautiful lashes for every eye shape, and they've made the application easier than ever. It's done in seconds. All you have to do is take their quiz to find the perfect lash for your unique eye shape and style. It takes under a minute to apply a Glamnetic lash with no toxic glue and no struggle. The lashes get up to 60 uses per lash, so they are more eco-friendly and wallet-friendly. They offer over 75 styles for your perfect fit, from natural to full to glam. You can get a different lash for every mood and occasion. They also have brown lashes, which is perfect for blondes and redheads, a.k.a. Glamnetics respects redheads when it's clear that society does not. Thank you, Claudia. You have a 100% money, money back guarantee. They have over 500,000 happy customers and they offer expedited shipping with free shipping in the US and Canada on over, order, over $30. They have vegan and cruelty-free options as well and they've just launched a line of press-on nails that are modeled after top celebrity styles. They have over 15 styles that are easy to apply and last for a while. I've actually used them. I had this like sickening French manicure that were the Glamnetic press-ons. I loved them. Find out for yourself why Glamnetic lashes are Instagram's favorite beauty hack. Go to glamnetic.com slash toast and enter our promo code toast for 30% off your order. This code is only available for our listeners. So that's glamnetic.com slash toast. Enter the promo code toast at checkout for 30% off. The lashes literally apply themselves. Thank you so much for that, Claudia. Check it out. First story, obviously, Olympic news. Simone Biles wins bronze in her only Tokyo Olympics individual event. Suni Lee takes fifth on the beam. Simone made her return to the Olympics competition on Tuesday after pulling out of all of her previous individual events due to a case of what she calls the twisties and ended up winning bronze in the women's beam final. She scored a 14 for her routine. Suni Lee came in fifth place. Fifth place with a score of 13.866 and the gold medal and silver medal went to two Chinese gymnasts oh great now China is just even more ahead of us in the medal count I know but you know what and this kind of goes back to what I was saying yesterday is China hasn't had a good Olympic uh, gymnastics Olympics this year these are the first golds that they've won I believe so once again like everybody has got their gold okay so here are the standings we still have the most medals with 79, but we're behind. We're 25 to China's 32 in gold medals. Not much has changed from yesterday then. No, and honestly, I'm, not, I'm never doing that again because I just saw a spoiler. <gasps> what happened? I'm not saying, but like... What, what sport was it a spoiler for? Track and field. I saw it this morning. You did? Yeah, I, won't I mean, spoil I'm not... Okay, by the way, I got some really helpful feedback that like really none of the toasters are have been able to evade spoilers. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone just knows what's happening. Apparently, like, Apple News and their notifications are ruining everything for everyone. But we're still not going to do it. No, we're still not going to do it, which is why we're talking about Sabone on the beam today, even though, yes, yesterday I knew that she won the bronze. I didn't say anything. Checked out her routine this morning. Like, so beautiful. It was so nice to see Simone back doing her thing. Yeah, for sure. Did you see the Taylor Swift commercial? I saw, like, the 10 seconds that I could see on Margot's Instagram story. Yeah, it was pretty pretty stunning, honestly. Yeah, there's, like, pretty a nice gorgeous. camaraderie. Nice camaraderie going on there. Yeah, love to see the NBC Taylor Swift synergy, and it makes me think, like, what is this partnership? You think it's a partnership? I don't know. It just seems like up until recently, Taylor was an exclusive ABC7 kind of girl, you know? Like, Disney Plus... 
she's always doing her shit on GMA, and this just seems direct like TV though. She was doing like direct yeah, TV, no, no. didn't Jackie, she have a channel? Jackie, that was like literally six thousand years ago. Like, yeah. Well, I went to the exhibit. I did go there. Yeah, for sure. But I'm saying she definitely has these like partnerships, like the direct TV one, sure. And it's been like Disney, the Disney family for a while. That includes ABC, and now it feels like she might be heading in another direction. Wow. I'm in shock because there is construction going on in the hotel room above me. You're kidding. And I'm watching my audio feed and you can see the little lines like people can hear it. And I just can't believe that I've traveled hundreds of miles and the construction still follows me. Like, by the way, that is the second time you said that hundreds you're thousands of miles away. I don't think I'm fa- thousands of miles. New York to Florida is not thousands. Miles between New York and Florida. Even though we're it's thirteen hundred miles, miles so so it's not thousands. It's actually just hundreds because it's not even two thousand. So it's not multiple thousands. But it's thirteen hundreds. So right, exactly. So it's hundreds. I don't think so. I mean, everyone let us know what you think. Is it thousands or is it hundreds? Yeah, that'll be a really interesting conversation. I can't wait for that. Yeah, because you don't want to hear the truth, which is that what I was saying was perfectly You can't odd. handle the truth. You can't handle the truth. Anyways, I apologize about the construction, but like, it has nothing to do with me. Do you know what I mean? I just can't believe how the construction doing, followed you. How are they doing construction in a hotel room at 9 a.m.? Disgusting. Disgusting. Oh my god, we didn't even mention it's hump day. I mentioned it briefly at the beginning, um, but yeah, you're right. We really didn't talk about it enough. So what are your plans? Literally, after this, it's over for Theo. Like, he should start <laughs> running because <laughs> I'm, going so, I'm going in so hard on Theo after this. Like, I'm hungover. I'm going to be literally in bed for the whole day with Theo betwixt my legs. That sounds so fabulous, honestly, and it's hurting me because I'm trying to be strong without brew, but I'm in so much pain. You look like you're in pain with that big collared shirt. Okay, me. Sorry, I'm like, I'm I'm sorry, I'm just in a silly, goofy mood. You're just like feeling like attacking me today, and I do feel like I'm, I'm, um, you're you know, dodging me, like I'm left. Dodging, yeah, I'm for dodging sure. the attacks, and I don't take it personally. I really don't. I think you just miss me a lot, so you're kind of like taking it out on me. That's kind of how I feel about Brew. I don't know if I would like really go that far as it, you know, meaning that I miss you, but I do miss oh, an- you. Another attack. <laughs> okay, I'll just shut the fuck up then. No, it's fine. Okay, so Olympics, Simone took bronze on the beam. Very exciting. Great to see her back. Any other Olympic sports that you wanted to share your thoughts on? Um, a 19-year-old female track and field star, like 1A, it was the 800-meter dash. Well, it's not a dash because 800 meters, but she won. And first of all, she's only 19. And second of all, she, an American hasn't won that thing since like 1999. So it was like a really big deal. I very much enjoyed watching her run. From my couch. That's exciting. That's from your couch, yeah. That's really great. But honestly, yesterday was not an Olympic-heavy day for me, which is kind of the first one I've had since the Olympics started. I'm not getting fatigued or anything. Yesterday was just, like, such a busy day. Like, meetings, meetings, meetings. Work, work, work. Podcast, podcast, podcast. Yeah. Also, I do believe that Emma is running. She ran this morning, so we'll be watching tonight. Oh, fuck yeah. So that's really exciting. Yeah. But I'm also excited because our next story is some news about a man who should have been an Olympian, but was 
was before his time. Theo? Tony Hawk. Oh, right. Has a documentary about his life and skateboarding career in the works by Duplass Brothers. Tony Hawk is getting the documentary treatment after renewed interest in the man after a few episodes of The Morning Toast. The skateboarding legend is set to be the focus of a new documentary produced by the Duplass Brothers Variety Reports. Directed by filmmaker Sam Jones, the entitled film will follow the life and career of the 53-year-old icon who helped bring the sport to a mainstream audience in the 1990s and early 2000s. The producer said, we've been working on this one for a few years. We are floored with the unmitigated access Tony has allowed us to his life and his fascinating relationship to the sport. Tony, who retired from the competition in 2003 but continues to skate recreationally, added, we have already shot everything for it. It's just an editing process. I definitely wanted to give them as much footage and interview as possible. Well, you know who's going to be, like, absolutely jazzed about this? Delighted? Hmm. My husband. Like... I actually think Tony Hawk is like a huge influence on Ben for real. Wow. So I think that's like exciting. every like boy like in our generation like looked up to st- I keep almost calling him Stephen Hawk. Tony Hawk. <laughs> I just you got my so? icons confused. Of course, there are so many. You really think that he's like that guy for everyone? What like as Zach what he thinks of Tony Hawk? I will. He's not in the room. He did want to sit here while I recorded, and I was just Ooh, like, nerve. I don't know, that sounds like a recipe for disaster, because if you breathe, because if you, you breathe, like, yeah, no, it's a small room. No, like, like yeah, for sure, really... you could sit, j- just don't breathe. Right, exactly. So I think he, he decided he wanted to breathe. Mm, he left. That's probably, he, that's a good choice. I, I like that for him. That's, Breath. Yeah, that's for the best. But no, I've never heard him talk about Tony Hawk in, in our whole relationship. Oh, no, like, I'm pretty sure Ben had, like, posters, like, and Ben thought, like, he was going to be the next Tony Hawk. That's really sad. No, I know, because, like, sweet. he just turned into, like, a, a marketing maven, you know? <laughs> he didn't end up becoming the next Tony Hawk. No, not even close. Maybe he could market for Tony Hawk. Uh, that would literally be Ben's dream job. Maybe he could market this documentary. Dream job. Wow, that's fabulous. Well, I do Who's, hope the documentary Where's does it going to be? The, like, is it a YouTube exclusive? What is it? Oh, I don't think it's been sold yet. I think it's just like, you know, they're putting it together. It's going to come out in 2022 in theaters following oh. a fall festival debut. Yeah, but I just, I do hope they ask the one lingering question, which is like, how bitter are you that this wasn't an Olympic sport in your heyday? That's I think it. that's a really good question. Do you think that if Tony Hawk like competed at that's the Olympics, all, he would beat those kids? Today, yeah, he's probably still, he still better does than it the kids recreationally. And yeah, but if that were true, like he would go. No, but also, like, do you think he would feel weird literally competing against like an eleven-year-old kid? I don't know. A medal is a medal. Totally. I don't. I think if he could do it, he would have done it because, like, that would have just been so nice for him to round out such a storied athletic career. Yeah, beat out a couple of kids for a medal. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> LOL. Are you ready for our LOL. next story? LOL. <laughs> LOL. Are you ready for our next story? Are you still laughing out loud? Is it the third? It's the third. Is the is it the third and final that's brought to you by Pill Club? Actually, like no, it's not final, so it's just the third. Oh my god, what do I do? 
Just keep going. Like, it's okay. It was a question. Q&A. Life is stressful enough. Access to health care shouldn't be. Luckily, getting birth control is one less thing you have to worry about with the pill club. You'll never have to take a trip to the doctor or wait in line at the pharmacy ever again because they provide access to care in the comfort of your own home and delivery right to your door in discreet packaging. So if you need to renew your birth control, switch your birth control, maybe try it out for the first time, whether you know the brand you want, or you need help finding the best option, the Pill Club medical team has your back. Um, The Pill Club is a birth control subscription prescribed by a medical professional and delivered straight to your door. The the Pill Club carries over 120 FDA-approved brands. Most brands of birth control are free with insurance or Medicaid. Otherwise, prices start as low as $9 per month without insurance. The Pill Club delivers birth control to your door for free in discreet packaging. And what's more, their licensed medical team is just a text away to give you the best reproductive health care. So skip the office visit and waiting in line at the pharmacy to join the club. When you go to thepillclub.com slash toast, the Pill Club is offering a $10 donation to bedsider.org for every morning toast listener who becomes a patient. Your donation will help low-income individuals get access to birth control through bedsider.org. That's thepillclub.com slash toast to get your first birth control care package and donate to help more women in need of affordable birth control. Remember that's the pillclub.com slash toast. Use that link. If you want to make sure you can get that donation. Thank you, Claudia. Our next story is, is another story about a movie that is coming out. Camila Cabello's Cinderella dreams of being a girl boss, not a princess. Cinderella. Oh, that sentence is so indicative of the times we're living in. Like, let the girl be a princess, okay? Cinderella is getting a girl boss-esque twist in the Ugh. forthcoming Amazon Studios reimagining of the beloved orphan-turned-princess fairy tale as seen in the trailer released Tuesday this time around. Ella is chasing her dreams and not a husband. Written and directed by Kay Cannon from Pitch Perfect, the modern version introduces Cinderella, played by 24-year-old pop singer Camila Cabello, as an ambitious dressmaker who hopes to start her own clothing line called You're kidding. Called Dresses by Ella. Her character says at the beginning of the clip, I have to make a life for myself. When her evil stepmother, played by Adina Menzel, threatens to throw her out on the street, Cinderella opens up her own clothing store and dreams of being a huge fashion designer. And where did she get the the funds to open a store? I don't know, like the rent, the fabrics. It's top quality fabric, though. The rent. Much to the chagrin of her family and her community. There's a laugh, jokes one of the townsfolk. This girl fancies herself a businessman. Okay, but also I saw the trailer and it looks like it takes place. Like Cinderella, the ones that I've seen, like exist in like not real life. Like it's like this little town. Yeah, and and like fairyland. Yeah, yeah. And this one, like she's going to high school, Lily Reinhardt's there. Like it's like a normal suburb. Like why? Okay, so like it's less of Cinderella live action, and it's more like another, another, another Cinderella story. Where it is a very loose interpretation of the original story. Okay, so then it, it, up until now, I thought into the fell into the category of Cinderella remakes live action, like you know Brandy Whitney Houston and the one with Ro- Richard Madden, Lily James, which yeah. I still never saw. I don't know why I've never seen it. Um, but instead, you're telling me it's more like Hilary Duff, Selena Gomez, Lucy Hale. Lucy Hill did one? Lucy Hill did one, and the most recent one up until this one was with Laura Moreno and Greg Sulkin. Oh, my God. I got to see that. I I tried to tell you. I did. 
Well, I didn't know that. I really thought it was just going to be like Cinderella reimagined with Camila Cabello, which I was like kind of on board with. This sounds like they're just doing too much. Like I understand, like I don't get me wrong. Like I really do understand like how Disney movies are like inherently, you know, gender stereotyped, like princess. She can't like move until her prince comes. Like I get it. It's toxic for sure. But, like, this movie's doing a lot. Like, really just trying to, like, do the most. Like, she's a girl boss. She's independent. She doesn't need a man. Like, it's okay to want a boyfriend, you know? That doesn't make you anti-feminist. Yeah. Also, this is reminding me of the Beauty and the Beast remake where, for Emma Watson, it was really important that Belle was an inventor. That her dress was hiked up. No, like, she wanted, like, Belle to have her own thing, so Belle was into inventions, and so we got that scene of, like, her doing the laundry using, like, this laundry. I mean, honestly, I could really use that today. Oh, the barrel, <laughs> yeah, where she was, like, walking yeah. around the town with her wheel. Right, like, the horse, like, she invented, like, this, Yeah, that like, was, like, a really thing. subtle, nuanced way to develop the character in a more feminine, modern way. Yeah, without, it, it wasn't, like, the whole story, but then It wasn't just you know, so overt, girl boss! Girl boss. Girl boss. <laughs> I agree. By the way, I forgot to talk to you about one thing in Love Island. Okay. That was a problem. Do you know what I'm about to say? That Shannon referred to herself as a power couple. Oh my God. You literally stole that from my brain. How the fuck did you know that's what I was going to say? I just knew where your head was going because I know that girl boss is like one of those trigger one of those words. Phrases, like boss, yeah. boss bitch. Um, yep. And just like things that just people overuse that just make you cringe. Yep. And I had recently said that, like, referring to yourself as a power couple is, is one, one of, of your things. triggers. But you know, it was one of my triggers. It wasn't as bad coming from Shannon, but it's still it's still just like it's still not good. Sideways. What's really hitting me sideways is them calling these men boys, boys. when the narrator's like the boys. And I'm like, you mean this grown man? No, Cinco is not a boy. <laughs> like, no, like. I just, I, I just need to make sure, like, I'm not alone in that. Like, do you... Why don't they just call it girls and guys? I don't know. That's all I'm asking for. We need to get in touch. We do need to get in touch because it's just, this boy, you think she's about to call out her son? Totally. Like, she's picking him up from third grade. <laughs> yeah, I choose this boy because he's Oh, the yeah, cutest. by the way, when they say boy in the recoupling ceremony, it's literally pedophilia. <laughs> like... <laughs> Thank you. That's what I'm trying. Totally. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's at the peak of its uncomfortability during the coupling ceremonies. I 100% agree. I haven't watched a real recoupling ceremony in so long, but maybe it's because it's like I can't, I, I can't I'm watch choosing this boy because from the second we got here, he's been literally my best friend. No, it's weird. It's weird. Thank you so much for just validating my of feelings. Of course. Um, anyways, I agree. Girl boss is one of those words, even though that show girl boss based on Sofia Amoroso's book starring Brit Robertson. Robertson was so good. And of course, so good. Doesn't get a second season. That's so how good. things go. Canceled. I, oh, Netflix. Again. Jackie Ashray likes this show. Sending an email. Cancel immediately. That's what happened with the society. Also, it's your fault. It is my fault. Yeah, no, if I ever enjoy a show, just know it's getting canceled. <laughs> no, like literally. Um, and so that was one of them. And if you haven't watched it, I know it's still like sitting on Netflix. And they keep recommending it to people. And it's like, why are you going to get their hopes up? Like to get into the show just for you to not have a second season. Totally. It's also, wrong. just really quickly going back to Camila Cabello. Did you listen to her new song? 
I've heard bits and pieces. It's like stunning. And I don't know what happened because, like, she was, like, the biggest songstress in the world. And now, like, nobody cares about her or her music. But I love this song. I mean, it's hard to stay on top. Don't go yet. Don't go yet. It's so good. It is really good. But it is hard to stay on top. And it makes you realize, like, maybe Ariana Grande was... um, aware of something when she never took a day off and now she's where she is like it used to feel like she's yeah. like, you've had success take yep, a break yep, yep. but look camila cabello takes a break and, and you've forgotten about her you are so fucking right but also camila cabello took a break and then like performed on jimmy fallon with one of her dancers wearing blackface which was really just like a very bizarre decision did you see that oh wow no, I didn't see that. And the weirder, the w- only thing weirder than the blackface was her explanation for it. What did she say? Like that they were trying to have like uh, the song is about like coming together and they wanted like, you know, a multicultural. I was like, so are you admitting that you put him in blackface? That is so strange. It, it was the weirdest situation ever, but like no one is, cares about, I'm telling you, you didn't even hear about it. No one cares about Camila Cabello anymore. Um, and I actually think it has a lot to do with her TikTok because someone has to take her phone away and it should be Sean. So, like it's out of control. Damn. I just want to let you know that the construction has now come to my balcony. Oh my God, what They're are on doing? my balcony. It's, it's literally like an episode of the morning toast where the, there's the construction workers in the background. That's crazy. I know. Like, what if I were sleeping? Like, this is a vacation. What if you were nude? Uh, for sure. No, but instead, I'm all co- I'm in a collared <laughs> shirt. Don't worry. I'm professional and ready. Don't go, don't go yet. Don't Are go. Are you ready for our next yet. story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit of surprise wedding news. John Corbett and Bo Derek are married. They wed last year. After 20 years, they decided to get married around the holidays last year, and, and no one knew, which I is really why. so crazy. During an appearance on The Talk on Tuesday, Corbett told co-host Jerry O'Connell, which, by the way, Jerry O'Connell is now co-host of The Talk. He replaced Sharon Osbourne. He did? He or his, was that, like, temporary? I'm, I'm pretty sure he did. Good for him. I mean, that actually makes sense because, like, they had him as talent from the Jerry O show, and I don't think that's happening anymore, and they had an open seat at the talk since Sharon got the boot. And so I feel as though... It's a good match. Was a good, that was a good use of the chair. Yeah. Um, he said, Jerry, I can't believe that I forgot to tell you that around Christmas time we got married. Bo and I got married. The Sex and the City alum revealed. Also, the Raising Helen alum revealed. <laughs> he continued, we're pretty private people. We didn't make an announcement. All our friends and family knew. I guess, Jerry, we're not that close. <laughs> I made that up. <laughs> but this is the first time either one of us has said anything publicly about it because really we haven't had an opportunity. So you're my buddy, and now I guess I'm telling all of America or the world. After 20 years, we decided to get married. We didn't want 2020 to be that thing that everybody looks back at and hated. We thought, well, let's get one nice thing out of it. Oh, that's Aww. so cute because I'm like, if you're together for 20 years, like what's the point in getting married in the 20th year? But that's like a sweet reason. That is a sweezen. A sweezen. I like fucking love John Corbett like honestly I don't put him on like my list of celebrity crushes but like young John Corbett should be also old John Corbett yeah handsome like live for him and the fact that he's married to like Bo Derek is just like kind of everything of the sort it's extremely iconic and I, I think underrated which is why I chose this as a story because I do know that you love John Corbett and I also think everybody needed a reminder that he that is wifey cu- up that these two are coupled up that this girl chose this, this boy, boy. Because for 20 years, he's been her rock. That's so cute. Really, really cute. 
Now are you ready for our fifth, and you could say, final story? It's the final story. That was a beautiful rendition. I felt that one in my soul. Me too. <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you for appreciating So are you ready? Are you ready then? Yeah. That's you saying you're ready? I'm ready. Okay, this is actually a little uh, pretty interesting news that I think you and I should um, pay attention to. Big Sean says that he grew two inches taller this year by going to the chiropractor. What? He got stretched at the doctor? (laughs) He got stretched. Big Sean has gotten slightly bigger. The rapper recently revealed on his Instagram that he'd grown at least two inches over the past year. In the video, he recruited his friend Ronnie, whom he said is 5'10", to stand next to him. When the two stood side by side in front of a mirror, Sean appeared to be slightly taller. He said, how the fuck did I grow two inches, he wrote over the video. Chiropractor for a year straight, twice a week, that's how. Straight spine, that's how. Wait, Sean like, added that people- he obviously like had such a complex about being short that he literally went to a doctor. Well, he said that people try to hate on him, saying that he's only five foot six. However, he, now he insisted he'd grown a couple of inches. I mean, I think Big Sean is known for being small. Yeah. You know? He's small, so, small Sean. Yeah, he's small Sean. And I wonder if, you know, choosing the name Big Sean, like, had to do with, like, you know, putting that narrative on its head. But I also think it just sort of, like, highlights it more. Yeah. You know? Yeah. For sure. But it's it's nice to it's nice to hear that like there are I guess remedies for if you want to gain a few inches. Well, honestly, I'm never going to the chiropractor first of all because I really like being short. And second of all, um like those videos on TikTok of like the chiropractors literally pulling people's necks out of their brains, like it's disgusting. Have you ever gotten adjusted? Yeah, also um I have not gotten adjusted, but I just read um, in this article that he has said in the past that his name is not Big Sean because of the height and, like, the size of him. He said people think it's for all the wrong reasons. Growing up in Detroit, he had a mentor. His name was Sean. In the neighborhood, he was somebody who kept the kids on a positive note. He was, like, 6'8", and I was, like, 11, 12 years old, so I was, like, 4'8". And just to be funny, I said, you guys got to call me Big Sean and him Little Sean. So I guess it's less to do with height, though. Yeah. Sounds like he's a liar. Yeah, actually, like, he just proved the point. Interesting. Well, um, I've never gotten adjusted, but it's definitely something I'm never going to do. Ever. Why? Why? Do you see those videos of people, like, literally being twisted like a fucking pretzel? To be honest, no, I don't. Oh, my God. Like, people do, okay, like, chiropractor ASMR, where, like, they get the cracks, and it just looks like hell. Torture. Mm. By the way, do you like about Love Island that just strangely, like, pretty much all the cast talks in TikTok sounds? <gasps> oh, my God. Okay. I'm so glad you brought that up because literally every day we finish the toast, I literally, like, want to slap myself in the face for not bringing it up. I've been meaning okay. to bring it up on the podcast for literally, literally a month. Like, I'm, I'm so, I could cry. I'm so happy you brought it up. <sighs> all they do is talk in TikTok sounds, Shannon and Cash specifically. Segerissi. And she's like, not me having options. And then she's like, for me, no, it's crazy. Yeah. In last season, they did it too, especially Justine. You would have loved her because, like, she, it was also like when, you know, we were all talk, beginning to talk in TikTok sounds. Right. So it was like, it's the eyes for me. It's uh, for me. It's just crazy um, how, like, TikTok has really changed the vernacular of our generation. 
Yeah. Also, in last night's episode, which you will watch when the girls are on the balconies, Shannon says something that's a t- that I realized afterwards was a TikTok sound. It's like a full sound. Um, I can't remember what it was, but it'll be a nice treat for you. Oh, I, lo- I love that. I'm just like literally head over heels in love with Shannon. No, I know. She's so amazing. Are you going to do you have you downloaded the Love Island app? Of course. Are you going to oh, vote are- for Shannon Josh in the finals? Is voting open right now? No, 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 no. Oh, I downloaded it because like you, when they wanted us to vote for our favorite Islanders. Who's you, who are yours? I was voting for Shannon, Josh, Cash, and Cinco. Um, Shannon, Josh, Cash, and Cinco. Okay. But was, was there any voting last night? Like, are, are we required? No, no, no. Nothing okay. is required of you. Um, everything's okay. But are you also getting the feeling like the show's almost over? I mean, only because of the Stockholm Syndrome. Like, the fact that nobody can penetrate this group. The same people are here who have been there since the beginning. That it really only has so much potential in the way that it can evolve. Yeah. I am starting to feel like it's almost but the last day of camp. But they said six weeks. In, like, in the beginning of the show, they were like, it's six weeks, I think. And I think we're on it. Week like three or four. Damn. Well, they're going to need to wipe out the cast then. Yeah. And I'll give them, I will let them know who I think, I think like four people should stay. Me too. Like literally Shannon, Josh, Cache, and someone else. And like Corey, honestly, because like a lot of, a lot of girls seem to be into him. But Corey's like having the same issue. He's been around since day one. He's been single the entire time. Dozens of girls have come in interested in Corey. Yeah. And it's not happening. Same thing I would say for Olivia. And now the two of them, they're like, we're the two leftovers. So they're like, oh, we're in love now. Um, Totally. And I'm just not buying it. I'm not buying it. They're just like trying not to look like they can't make a connection. It's a loser on loser couple. And I would say the same thing about Jeremy. Like, even though it like watching him last night, it's like every single time. Jeremy. Every single time a girl has come into the house, always the prettiest girl like goes for him and uh-huh. he goes for her. And he always he's only interested in looks like three new girls came into the house. There's one. He's like so excited because of the way that she looks. And it's like every single girl who has come here has yeah. been pretty like it's not. And, and so it just makes me feel like even if he could get this girl that he really likes, who, by the way, this girl likes Corey more than Jeremy. That's her number one. Yeah. But even if he could get her, then like in a week when new girls come, he's yeah. going to want the prettiest girl again. Like, he, no, and even if he gets surface. her, he's incapable of actually building a connection with someone. So like it, it'll be a fruitless endeavor. Right. It'll so like maybe out. I honestly think he needs to go on like too hot to handle where he has to like talk to someone and or no, go on like love is blind. He needs yeah. to go on love is blind because he needs to make an emotional connection that has nothing to do with looks because he's a little too superficial. And I don't like that. Oh, that's such a good call. You were just being so, so smart you, today. Thanks. I mean, thanks. I'll just say thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> Anything else? No. No TV recap. That was that. On that? Oh, no. We have to do Rahoney TV recap. Right, okay. Oh, TV Recap is brought to you by Hydro Jug. <laughs> um, guys, you know that drinking water is a true journey for me. It's something that does not come naturally to me. But the Hydro Jug makes hydration easy. It's so important to stay hydrated, especially in the summer because it gets hot out her. And for your skin, for your body, for everything, it's important to stay hydrated. And Hydro Drug is super helpful. It holds a half a gallon of water. It is a leak-proof seal, a wide mouth opening, and a carry loop, which is really cute. It's BPA-free, dishwasher safe. It has a sleeve to insulate the hydro jug and protect it. And the sleeve has two pockets, so you can put your phone, other small accessories, keys, AirPods. Um, And it has an adjustable strap because hydro jugs uh, are very heavy. And I didn't know that until I got my first. Until And I filled it up. 
And it's like you feel. Yeah, it's a suitcase. It's a journey. It's a responsibility. And the sleeve makes it, it really easy to hold. Um, so, mm-hmm. again, it holds half a gallon of water. Doesn't spill. You can add supplements, ice, fruit. And it's just fabulous. It's shatterproof. And you should check it out because all of them are dishwasher safe. They're easy to clean, easy to use. And just one person switching to a reusable water bottle saves approximately 217 plastic water bottles from going to a landfill. So to check out HydroJug, that's H-Y-D-R-O-J-U-G. Discount code TOAST to get 10% off your order. Hype is real. HydroJugs are, ch- Hydro are changing the game for anyone on the go. Again, that's code TOAST at thehydrojug.com to get 10% off and start hydrating in style. Thehydrojug.com. The Hydro Jug is so amazing. It is the perfect size because you can actually take it with you and you can accomplish your hydration goals for the day on the go and not have to just wait till you get home to like pound this water. Right. Um, and I just think that adding having half a gallon of water and every single day or a few days a week, whatever, as much as you can do. Like it makes such an amazing difference for your body on the inside and the outside. And it's one of my favorite things that I've done in Hydro Jug. It's just, it's the perfect jug for hydration. That's why it's a Hydro Jug. And I just, now I, now I miss my Hydro Jug, honestly, but as you saw my Patreon video, as you saw my Patreon video, like I didn't have room. No, you did not. Um, Okay. Walk me through the Real Housewives of New York last night. Like what the hell happened? Okay. Um... Hmm, that's a really good question that you said that. Um, I think you ask an interesting question. What happened? I wouldn't know, honestly, because I forget already. But I'll I'll try to tell you most of it. Oh, okay. Sonia, Ramona, and Luann. Now I'm remembering. Sonia, Ramona, and Luann go to like a little brunch after the birthday party the next day. And by the way, they're having like the best time. I don't know what restaurant it is. It's so cute. The food looks so amazing. And I just like wanted to be there. Sonia says that like she hooked up with the guy that she took home from the party. Oh, good. Um, this guy with like long hair. He was really handsome. She says she can't walk today. LOL. Like they hooked up. You know, like it was just like crazy hookup stuff. And everyone's like, okay, cool. Say anything about going home with that guy? Um, she, I think, I don't know if she said this on the show or on Watch What Happens Live, um, that she brought that guy home, but because she was having people over. Okay. Like she didn't, I don't think that they hooked up. I think she like invited, you know how Ramona likes to like keep her like work friends and her real friends separate. A so separate, having, yeah. Like, a second party, she wasn't going to invite him. Got it. Also, Ramona and Bershon were on Watch What Happens Live last night, which I watched some of, and I just like, I love the two of them so much. Ramona was being like extra Ramona-y and extra cute. It's like Andy, Andy even asked her about the firing rumors, which means that there's not any smoke there. Oh my God, that's crazy. He said, where do you think those rumors started? She said, I thought it was Leah, but Leah said it was not her. So she really doesn't know. I think it was just like some bored editor who was like, let's get some clicks. No, and it wasn't that far fetched. No, it wasn't that perfect. And I also, like, I mean, I feel like those rumors circulate all the time. And I feel like that editor, whoever wrote it first, like, was watching the season and just was reading the room incorrectly and thought that's what people would want to hear and maybe thought she could actually, or he or she, could actually start something by putting this out there, you know, and, like, make it a self-fulfilling prophecy. But none of that happened. I can't believe Andy brought that up. That's, like, a historic moment. Yeah. Also, Andy's Pulse, I haven't watched Watch What Happens Live in so long, but um, it was just attached to... The episode, and I was just like feeling Ramona and Bershawn, so I kept watching. His polls are so mean and so shady, and they're wrong. Like, first it was like, whose team are you on, Rihanna or Ramona? Oh, come on. What chance does she have? <laughs> then the next one, the next one was, are Bershawn's eyelashes too long? That's mean. Yeah, they were all like really mean, and they need to, they need to cut back on the meanness. Like, 
who would want to be on the show like when you're just going to be made fun of? Totally. Well, I think that the perfect example of that, and I think like everyone gets a pass for like being mean and making fun of Jax Taylor because like he's makes it so easy. Yeah. But he when he used to go and watch Robin's Live, like he would get his ass handed to him. And I do think like one time. Um, and he like thanked him like just always like for being a good sport because he never really got like upset about it. Yeah. And I do think that Ramona is a very good sport. Yeah. So that was Watch What Happens Live. And, and I, it made me happy that Prashan was on because it makes me feel like maybe she'll be a cast member. Yeah. But then so at the lunch also Sonia told the girls that Ebony's new boyfriend who she had started dating like two months ago. He broke up with her. Ooh. I guess he was Jewish. And um, she, he, like, you know, couldn't get serious with someone who wasn't Jewish and, like, he hadn't oh. been honest with himself. And the girls were, like, really upset, you know, that for, oh, her. Like, that for her that men could do something like this. It was just, like, we never even met him. Like, no, no offense. No, totally. Anyways, but I, and I think his, he, he had something to do with Black Shabbat happening to begin with. Right, that's what I was going like, to say. Is Black Shabbat still on? Black Shabbat is still on and it's happening next week. Oh, you didn't even get a morsel of black no, shot. No, we didn't get anything. The main I feel like I could really skip the, this episode. You can. Then okay. I'm going to explain it all to you. Jackie explains it all. Finally. <laughs> the main event of the episode was filming Luann's music video for oh, right. What Do I Want for Christmas? Just, Just you. you. So she had, like, all the girls come. They got Giovanni dresses. Honestly, it looks, like, pretty iconic, like, housewife Where stuff. Where they film it? They filmed it at the um, Intercontinental Barclay. Is that a hotel? In Brooklyn? No, 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 no. Barclay? It's in, I don't know. That's just what I'm remembering. I remember okay. looking at the hotel. A hotel. Like, oh, I don't know. A hotel in a penthouse. It was really nice. She had like so much caviar from Petrosi and I was feeling extremely hungry and jealous. <laughs> a lot of champagne. Um, and it was just like, you know, Lou doing her Lou thing, being the start of the show and the girls just like backing her up. But like, you know, when this comes out, I'm sure it'll be like part of Housewives history. But the fact that it's like we're watching it in August and it's going to come out in this December. It's a little pathetic, honestly. Um, uh, the timeline is curious. It was meant to come out last December. Uh, Billy and the team couldn't get it out in time on, like, all the platforms they would want it. So it was going to be waiting till next year. And they also said something about maybe a Christmas album for Lou, which would actually be, like, really Oh, hysterical. my God. That would be so good. Yeah. But if we're watching, like, this music video in four months, like, I'm good. Oh. You know? Yeah, I guess. Like, we don't even know what song, what the song sounds like. We're literally guessing based off of... What do I want do for I Christmas? Want for Christmas? Just, you. Just you. So then also like Ramona is cackling like a hyena because she knows that the guy that Sonia went home with, um, he posted on his Instagram story like in the hotel room. It was him, Sonia, and his girlfriend was there. And so she was like, you didn't hook up with him. Like, or they had a threesome. Um, Sonia's going with the... St- saying that they had a threesome. She says that to Leah, but like Ramona knows for a fact, she must have talked to the guy. Yeah. Ramona knows for a fact that they, that she didn't hook up with him, that Sonia was too drunk and just sort of like fell asleep, but she's like going around telling everyone like these wild, sordid stories. And it's just like kind of sad. Yeah. Wait, that's like so unlike Sonia that like, she's not a liar. No, I mean, I think she might be because then also they were talking about like other stuff, like I think it was on Watch What Happens Live. It's like, what else has Sonya lied about? It's like the Jack Nicholson stuff. Like, Oh, I yeah. Think, she just is like a little delusional. Yeah, but I do think like her lying about something that took place the night before, like that clearly didn't happen, is like really strange. But maybe yeah. she just like wanted some clout among the ladies and just like, but I don't know. I don't know. Wait, it just, that's it's, really weird. It's really weird. Yeah. 
So that was like the main ish storyline. Ebony um, got the DNA results from her potential sister. And they are not sisters. (gasps) You're kidding. They're not sisters. And so on the one hand, Ebony was disappointed. On the other hand, it leaves open the possibility that her dad is still alive. And so she's going to meet with a geneticist and try and meet him. Wow, that's really interesting, actually. Do you remember that storyline where Melissa Gorga felt like she had a long lost sister? Of course I do. And like, and it just, I was thinking about that. And it's like, Melissa Gorga was on the show for eight seasons before she resorted to looking for a lost sister. Right. And no, I a lost sister that she had literally no proof even existed. It was just a feeling <laughs> like, she had. She had a, fe- <laughs> she had a feeling yeah, she had a sister. That's really bad. Um, and it's, it's hard because like Ebony it is her first season. So it's like, I don't know how much, how invested I am in this, but it is kind of interesting. And I do, I just hope that we get some answers, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. Like family stuff is boring, especially with, with a housewife who you just met. It's like hard for you to care. Um, I just can't believe that that woman's not her sister. No, I know. I thought so, for sure she was. Yeah. And I really thought the DNA test was just a formality. Like. No, it, it's not her sister. Oh, wow, that's crazy. That's whack, 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 whack. Yeah, also Sonia did some healing stuff that I fast-forwarded. Oh, yeah, my I've favorite loving, scenes to fast-forward. I have been loving utilizing fast-forward. Totally. Like, it's one of my new favorite features because I can get, I can just plow through these shows. Totally. And not get stuck. And also, usually during a Sonya healing scene, like, I would pause for a second, and then I would, like, go FaceTime people. And, like, yeah, of course. Get, like, and I get, get so behind. I get so behind. So, totally. like, I just cut all that out. That's my new favorite method. So if something was shared, I missed it. That's so funny. And I think that is really all you missed, really. Well, thank you for explaining oh, and Garth it. and Garth broke up with Lou because she's, like, too in the public eye. Right, because she calls paparazzi on herself too much. Oh, that's a good call because he was just like, he didn't like that they were paparazzi, but maybe it's because like she set it up. Of course. Thank you for putting the TV recap on your back today. I really appreciate it. I'm usually really good, but I went out last night and just like, I'm leading a life of regret today. Like it's the worst decision ever. Oh, really? You don't seem that bad. I'm atrocious. Like it's not even, it's not even to the point where we could do like a funny hangover episode. It's like to the point where I actually think I need to go to the hospital. Oh, wow. Okay, so do what you got to do. Get into bed with Theo. Um, you'll catch up on Love Island, and I want call me with your thoughts. Yes. I want to remind everyone that this, this is our last episode of the week. Um, no show tomorrow or Friday, but we are back in studio on Monday. Jackie has returned, and that's all we got for you guys. We hope you have an amazing rest of the week. Thank you so much for listening to the Morning Toast, the Millennium Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know. Do you have something to say? Yeah, I was just going to say, if you're feeling RDH and missing us, there's so much content over at patreon.com slash toast. New content, old content, check it out. Rewatch content, download it, have 200 episodes, 300 episodes. Like, you will be set for life. If you head over to patreon.com slash toast, we just rounded out July. There's a lot of podcast episodes, so many vlogs where we have so much fun. And then you all can also request episodes. We have pretty good um, ideas for the month of August, but we're always looking for new ideas. So if there's something that you want, even in one question for us that you want answered, like join Patreon, join Toast After Dark, ask us a question. Thank you so much for listening to the Morning Toast, the Millennium Morning Show. We deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So it's about a five agents, such as public radio, air, radio, cast box, all the places where we listen to podcasts. Find us the Morning Toast, leave a five star review about our beautiful setting. That's why we are. If you're feeling like joining a society, please leave the uh, candle emoji on our Instagram from today. I hope you guys have an amazing day. We'll see you on Monday back in studio. Have a great weekend.
拜。